Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Astrological Intentions. I am your host, Alex Reavy, along with the writing wrangler herself, <laughs> Sandy Reavy. Hi, everyone. I know why you got that one from. And it is episode 118, and it is October 26th, so let's get right into it. In the transits, we have Tuesday, October 27th, Mercury Retrograde, Ingress Libra. Moving back into... Tuesday, October 27th, Venus, Ingress, Libra. Help on the way. Saturday, October 31st, the full moon and the blue moon. Blue moon. Saturday, October 31st, sun opposing Uranus. Clean the cobwebs. And Sunday, November 1st, Mercury, square Saturn. Take the high road. Then in talisman time, Sandy has finished up a very, very cool pre-sale talisman offer to strengthen the mind and clarify the message. Then upcoming on Monday, October 26th to gather successfully in a group activity and Saturday, October 31st to take a bow and increase my responsibility. Then on the horizon, we have many online webinars for you that are coming up and on the website so stay tuned and in our house sandy and i are going to be talking all about halloween the history the games our favorite costumes and some little witchy things to do and trivia to know so stay tuned for this episode of astrological intentions in the search here where the night is totally clear and your So you finally know you control where you go. Hello, Miss Writing Wrangler. I showed you my homework. It was so beautifully written. <laughs> I'm I'm not kidding you. Because normally I'll I'll get a lot of comments about your um your writing as like more cryptic. Because people are like, what does she mean? I don't understand. But your homework has been so descriptive, so clear that it's almost like this Mercury Kazemi sun is like working, working for you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I'm enjoying. Uh, I don't know about the deadlines of the of the homework, but right. the assignments. I certainly am. It really takes me hours to mm -hmm. form formulate and then i can write it easily yep so anyway that's or maybe why it's my new computer could be too that's your <laughs> that's the reason why you're the writing wrangler and that's our true if you statement ever, yeah and if you ever hear that gong that's usually when we're recording from our evanston sanctuary here and we have a little hourly timer so that's our reminder that it's at the top yeah. of the hour it, it started out as a Christmas gift thinking, because you can't wake up in the morning. <laughs> Never, ever. It's, and so I thought, it's oh, not my she has day. a chime, a beautiful, you know, singing bowl. Mm -hmm. So I spent some money on this for your, for a Christmas gift one year. By it's week. beautiful, but it didn't wake me up. It didn't work. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't We're need We're still it. trying to figure that out. So now it's moved down to the sanctuary. So let's go direct to you all. Thank you, everybody, for listening in to Astrological Intentions. This is, of course, our, our weekly podcast where we love 
you know, talking astrology and being here mother daughter and and sharing these moments with you all. So mm-hmm. so thank you. And we do have some feedback. This is from Lori R um here in Illinois. And in this feedback, she's basically talking about an event, which has already happened, but it was in the queue for me to add to the going direct. So here we go. She says, five stars. I love you both, you know. And of course, your mom is extremely special. I'm excited for her to meet this new group. And I know they will love her as much as I do. And it was such a great event. It really it, this was. was a, this was a private event that we did. And it's so cool to look at new people's charts, but able to see their reaction and what's going on in their life and kind of this unfolding that happens during these events. <laughs> Especially so, when all four of them t- are good friends. T- turn to each other and go, yeah. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> yes. Because they so, know what's going on in each other's lives. So um, thank you all for all of your feedback. This is, it is, again, our food. It's our sustenance. It's what keeps us going. So keep sending that in. In the transits, we have Tuesday, October 27th, Mercury retrograde ingress Libra. Tell me about this. This happens at 8.33 p.m. It's acknowledging fairness. You know, something or some issue that has a new focus, you know, this is Mercury retrograde, uh, Mercury retrograded in Scorpio. So it went from Libra into Scorpio and then started its retrograde cycle. So here it's revisiting the Libra. Um, and so there is something about what it, whatever you learned or saw the deep intensity of a subject you can when it goes backwards here on this day on Tuesday the 27th you get to see a little easier breath uh, mm. and maybe figure out a way to solve uh to acknowledge fairness because on uh, September 6th all the way to September 27th that's when this mercury was in libra when he was mm-hmm. direct so now he's coming back. So if you need to think about that whole month of September, what were you dealing with? Is there something that needed uh, an issue, a somebody, a something that has a new focus? Like you've gotten more information about it. And it's already at this point past the Kazimi. So which means it's the halfway point when the Mercury goes inside the sun. Right. Um, so this is now coming out uh still retrograde but it's on the easier side so what would be some cool practical ideas for this really being more diplomatic in some area that you think that you need to kind of redo or apologize for or look at again Mm -hmm. or just have a different opinion a new perception and to speak use different words around that situation or issue. And the same day, Tuesday, October 27th, Venus is ingressing in Libra. So we have Mercury retrograde and Venus going to be there. This is like eight minutes later. This is definitely an interesting day to pay attention to. Mm. It's not my favorite day and it's not, it's certainly not a conflict day. It's interesting because here we've got, 
if we can picture what I just mentioned, Mercury going backwards into Libra. So it's going 29 degrees, 28, you know, 27 going backwards. And Venus is now done with Virgo and now moving into her sign where she has rulership. And literally, this is at 8.41 p.m. Seven minutes later, now Venus moves into zero Libra, one Libra, two So they're kind of like meeting so together. One, one's going in the front door. Venus is going in the front door mm-hmm. at zero. And Mercury, it's almost as if he forgot something or he has to meet back up with Venus. So he's going in the back door because that's where he left. That's a really great image because my my thought on this was kind of like, okay, so train number one leaves Chicago at 807 <laughs> and the other train leaves New York at when do they meet up? Um, but that's that's nicer. They're they're kind of in the same well, house. Yeah, she, she you know, she certainly is the ruler here. So she's Queen Bee. So helps on the way. So he's getting a little sense. He needs some help. He needs to help make some decisions. Is there a relationship, a social? Um, so the, the Mercury feels like he can deliver the message now that the owner of the house is home. Mm-hmm. Right. It's that kind of feeling. And I think especially Mercury coming back to receive a message from Venus would be a lot like maybe, you know, Venus's answer would have to do a lot with love. Mm hmm. You know, and one of one of my favorite things is like kill him with kindness. You know, <laughs> that's that is Serve, the best way. Yeah. Right. It's the best way. Sometimes, even though you're frustrated, even though your feelings might have been hurt, but it's sometimes just not worth that. Yeah. Deliver with a smile. Mm-hmm. Maybe not always a kiss, but certainly a smile or a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. With that love. Um, you know, they're not going to conjunct. They're not right. going to conjunct. So, you know, as v- Venus moves into the first, the front door of her home, her castle, he's slipping in the back door. And then he eventually starts on November 3rd, he starts moving, moving forward. forward. Mm-hmm. So they really don't, they have an idea that they're both in the same house. Maybe they're hearing each other, but they don't really meet up. They don't sit and have a dinner together. Mm-hmm. Right. Because she's still in the front part of the house and he's in the back quarters. Right. And I yeah. and I don't want to take this transit on too long. However, I was just with a girlfriend of mine and we were talking about her. Her mom lives in Florida half the time and Chicago half the time. Mm-hmm. Lucky her. But um, <laughs> it was funny because my friend was telling me that her and her mom talk more often and engage more often when her mother is away in Florida. Because hmm. when her mother's living here in Chicago alongside of her, they they don't have to talk on the phone as much. Mm-hmm. So that just really, it struck really true to me. Mm-hmm. And that is, you know, what I also think is going here with this Mercury and Venus. They're right in the same location. So that, that, just being close in proximity, that communication somehow is already there. 
Mm-hmm. And that peace is already there. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's move on. Saturday, October 31st, we have two transits. The first, we have talked even in a webinar about this one, the full moon, a.k.a. the blue moon on Halloween. Blue moon. Can Happy Halloween, <laughs> everybody. This is at eight degrees of Taurus, and this happens at 949 a.m. Um, yeah, it means two things. You know, the a full moon being a blue moon is means two things. This it means the second full moon in a in a thirty one day period in a thirty one day month. Right, where we get two mm-hmm. full moons, or it's the third of four full moons in a quarter. Oh, interesting. Okay, I didn't know that added little. Did you not attend it. the webinar? <laughs> I did, and apparently I missed that cue. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting that it happens on Halloween, right? Right. Yeah, and we have a lot Hallow's to talk about. Eve. Yes. So it's going to be the scary full moon. And can I just add another thing? Because literally about an hour later. Mm-hmm. The sun in the full moon configuration, right? The full moon is sun on one side, moon on the other side. Uh, sun's giving all light right. to a full It's moon. full light, yes. Mm-hmm. So this is in the morning, so it'll start to be waning by the time the sun goes down. And really, like, the moon comes up for the trigger-treaters, if that's actually going to happen this year because i got this to say i got this to say that the sun opposes uranus which means that the moon is conjunct conjunct uranus so clean the cobwebs you know this is an unexpected day it's going to be different than usual it may not be scarier but it will be more shocking Interesting. It'll be more surprised. So, you know, we do Halloween every year. I know it's not your favorite holiday, but it's one of mine. But it was when I was a princess. (laughs) When I got to wear blue eyeshadow from this little... My mom had this blue eyeshadow stick. Hey, does anybody remember this? And each color was about an inch long. And they popped on. Oh, with like a little plastic? Yeah, it was like a Lego's eyeshadow. And then you could also like take out the color and put it in the back of the pen to push the other one up? No, not really. Oh, never mind. And it's not a pen. Those were pencils. (laughs) But they also had those with like like colored crayons. It like just popped in and then you could do blue, green, brown, purple, different colors of eyeshadow. Interesting, I don't know it. Oh my gosh. And the blue was so mermaid blue. Ooh. Yeah, it was my favorite, and I got to wear it every Halloween. That's the only time, only reason why I liked it. Um, but yeah, this Halloween's going to be different. It's going to be, you know, what what are they saying here in Evanston? You know, please turn off your lights, close your blinds. Don't uh, give the Halloween don't kid, give trick or treaters any type of hope, <laughs> or light up your your front doorway and have a bowl of package you know of small little packages of candy out in a bowl and you know there's going to be the <sighs> trick or treaters that come by that dump that whole entire thing into their depends i think where you are i agree. i've done that i've done that and 
Well, there's I think left over. Maybe it's because we give I give crappy candy out. <laughs> Maybe. Um well, I do remember every single year, kids would talk about the houses that always give away the like king size candies. Mm -hmm. But that's another subject. The I mean, that's also, you know, interesting. I also I think that there won't be those types of trick or treaters, especially if the, all the kids are being supervised by parents. You know, I think that's the area that you're talking about. But there's always like the older or kids the age, that go by yeah, themselves yeah. and they have no type of supervision. Um, OK, moving on. We have Sunday, November 1st. Happy November. And daylight savings time. And daylight savings time. And we have Mercury Square Saturn. This is the second of three passes. Take the high road. This is now Mercury's retrograde in square to Saturn direct. So this is a little different. The first time they met up was September 23rd when Mercury was moving forward and Saturn was retrograde. So I called that like, are you sure? This whole time still is feeling restrained. It's feeling limited. You don't really know what to say. Um, you have to re reword some of the thoughts and contracts and things that you do. Mm -hmm. But Mercury here on this day, November 1st, is slowing down because it's going to get ready to move direct in two days. So on Election Day, November 3rd, Mercury comes out of its retrograde. I mean, could it have been a kind of worse day? Um, <laughs> But it's at that time can be more productive, um, you know, make sense of the path that you're on. But it's taking the high road. It's you got to do something. It takes a longer time to do. It's not a quick fix mm. or a quick road or but the I, easy button. That well, I, talk I do. About I do want to say that I'm, you know, just speaking about, you know, Election Day and this Mercury retrograde that we've been kind of working with i'm very very impressed with the voter turnout the early voting turnout because we've set a record in u.s history <laughs> and when on average there would be about five million early voters by this time we're at 45 and i million. just yeah. How yeah. many did I say? Well, no, I just... Did I say billion? No, you said million, but you oh. said 45. I'm yeah, like, 45 million. Yeah. Correct. Yes. <laughs> I was like, did I say that wrong? Um, yeah. And I just think, I think that's so important. I'm so excited because people are feeling empowered because why else would people vote? Well, I mean, yeah, we, we're in a pandemic. We Everybody's t learning how to do absentee balloting and they're not... They're not planning on going to the polls, right? So mm -hmm. typically, everybody would go to the polls, except for people that were. Well, the early absent. voters yeah. are still yeah. going to the polls, yeah. and yeah, that's just really interesting. it's amazing. I'm excited. Oh my I'm gosh, excited. it's amazing! So let's move on into talisman times. You finished up these extremely special talismans. Um, so this was a first time thing that we've done and we've always you know we've been doing these pre-sale talismans and shout out to all of our listeners who's who have been supporting those because they're you know really cool you get to be a part of the creation of this talisman because it hasn't been it has not been made yet these mercury kazimi talismans are very similar however you 
you carved out the entire day mm-hmm. for this Mercury Kazemi sun. Seven hours of it being within that 17 solar minute arcs. And solar arc minutes. Yes. Mercury retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> and this was to strengthen the mind and clarify the message. So let's talk about a little bit about these. I think you have a couple of the talismans still left because not all of those time slots were taken. But I made, you know, I made them anyway. So they're, right. all, they're on the mm-hmm. website. I discover my hidden treasures. I freely express and communicate these thoughts, ideas, words and processes openly. I already know. I love that right. mic drop message mm-hmm. because it there is. And when we, it's because sometimes we just overthink. We don't take the <laughs> message that is so ringing true and run with it. It's seriously, if you've, if you've studied something, if you, if you use it in your day-to-day activity for years and years and years, and you're getting ready to write something or teach something or you know bring something to the a group of people mm-hmm. you're going to doubt your 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 information yet you know no one else has studied it this big right so and no one else has the perspective that you have right so right. you can be the expert you don't have to doubt your um expertness yeah, expertise. And I, I think I think that's a tough word to work with, expert. What about the experiencer? Mm-hmm. You know, you are this is the experience that you personally have. Mm-hmm. Because expert, you kind of feel like, oh, I need a a PhD. I need, you know, extensive knowledge and research on this. But what is also helpful is just sharing experience and sharing story mm-hmm. and that that is what you can write about. Mm-hmm. You can like no be one the expert. Knows what you know, <laughs> right? No one has experienced what you've experienced mm-hmm. specifically, and so sharing your message, sharing that that part of your experience, could be helping someone else. And um, yeah, so to strengthen the mind and clarify the message, the upcoming talismans that you have online for presale. The first one is Monday, October 26th, to gather successfully in group activity. I understand this message. In fact, I feel it. We all get along extremely well. The current members welcome the new members. So does it mean age? Right. Um, it just means those that have been there the longest welcome in the ones that are just joining. And that's such a beautiful place to be in because that's when you can really tell a community is authentic and and loving Mm -hmm. when those people aren't necessarily like seniority and like regarded as like overarching leaders that need to be like respected and Mm -hmm. you know um that's a really humbling way to invite people in Mm -hmm. and we all get along and so it's to gather successfully. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And Saturday, October 31st, Halloween, you're going to be making a talisman to take a bow and increase my responsibility. Yeah, this is moon in a trine to Jupiter. At least Jupiter's moving forward now. And the moon being here in his exalt, her exalted placement, 
in a trine uh, applying. I take advantage of the opportunity to make myself known in my chosen field. This comes natural for me. It's interesting because we just had that conversation from, it's kind of like the same theme because of that week of, I'm going to take this opportunity to make myself known in what I want to talk about, you know, in my chosen field. Like this comes natural for me to start talking, start writing. And I, and I like this too, because you say, take a bow and it would, it, I guess for some people it might, they might find it to be better sorted the other way. I increase my responsibility and I take a bow, but I like the way that you phrased it here because it's, I take a bow and increase my responsibility. So it's Mm -hmm. that it's. It's that different order. And I think it it creates a checkpoint for yourself mm-hmm. where you're like, here I am. I'm proud of where I'm at. I'm still going to take another step. Mm-hmm. So I like that. You know, when we were in Japan and we would meet, we, we met, a, we were on TV, right? Mm-hmm. We were, oh Shop Japan. Oh my gosh. That was an I was holding the cue cards up for you. I, I have and no I idea still what I remember what you needed to say. What did I need to say? Konnichiwa, arigato gozaimasta. She beads no sandy desk. Oh God. And I, I, that basically said, like, it doesn't even sound familiar Hello, to thank me. Thank you very much. I am Sandy from She Beads. <laughs> and you made me, they, they made me say it, I don't know how many times because we had so many breaks. And I was oh, on, the, right. on TV for three days, something like that. But anyway, my point is, that we had to go through some rituals, uh, learning how to um, say hello mm-hmm. to others in the Japanese. And you took a bow. You just bowed. And yes. you, you each bowed to one another, right? Mm-hmm. And then engage. It's very respectful. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of reminded me of that. It's like I take my bow and then I engage in the responsibility, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. So- I needed to say that. It's very honoring. Arigato. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> so moving on in the horizon, on the horizon, we have Halloween, Halloween day. We're having our CWS. This is the November forecast, and this is our free event. However, we got a really cool spin on this one. <laughs> so all you have to do, you don't necessarily have to wear your costumes right there because I'll try to pop you on on the call if you are there and dressed up. However, I also want you to have some Halloween costumes that you're wearing or have worn ready to post on because we are going to be having some prizes, some Halloween prizes for some of the favorites. Well, in in theme to Hallow's Eve, which we're going to talk about in our house, about the games they played because there was, you know, givings. Right. And there was a huge meaning behind each mm-hmm. one. And it was, it's funny the way that a lot of the meanings had to do with like, who are you going to marry and how many kids are you going to have? Oh, you blew it. <laughs> no, I didn't. It's a little teaser. <laughs> I think the games themselves are cooler. Yeah. Not, not the result of, are you going to get married or are you going to have kids? So um, November 11th. We have our webinar, and this 
This is a new link that none of you have seen because I just had it put up on the website. So this is the Stationing Direct. This is Mercury, Mars, and Neptune, three planets that are going to all be trudging forth from their retrograde motion. And so this is Mercury communication. This is Mars about you know, aggression and and focus and drive and Neptune, this fantasy, vision, imagery. So this is going to be a really interesting webinar about how all three of these planets are going to be forming together and what will they be working on? Yeah, they're not forming together. They're all moving in the forward direction, but they're not conjuncting. Correct. Correct. I guess I was... I was saying it in that yeah. <laughs> way, but they're all moving along. Right. They're starting the to. Path. Okay. Start making some moves. Yes. On some territories that they hadn't been yet. Ooh. Yes. So we have uh, November 13th and 14th. This is the Quintessence Virtual Retreat that you will be mm-hmm. uh, co-hosting with mm-hmm. a lot of women who are in the entrepreneurial field, are in the, you know, are guides for their community. And it's going to be an interesting blend of all these spiritual females who are coming together and sharing their message, sharing their story, and sharing those things that they stick up for. Do you have that link? That link is in there, yes. Mm. So... Then we have December 9th. This is another CWS webinar. This one in particular is the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction. And so do you want to tell us a little bit about what this one's going to be? This is it, folks. This is the big, happy conjunction of 2020. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) And Jupiter and Saturn are moving together at zero degrees of Aquarius. One's moving December 17th, the other one's moving December 19th, and they're setting off a new 200-year cycle. This is big. In fact, we're having a talisman ceremony that weekend when this first comes in. Uh, There's no link because we're still working on what that looks like. Yes. (laughs) And so... And we're going to be talking a lot about, too, the dance between Jupiter and Saturn, how Jupiter is the expander and Saturn is mm-hmm. the contractor. However, this cycle is so necessary for every part of life. You know, where we can't always be growing. We do have to retract and pull in. There always has to, has to be the Self-control. The reach, yeah. but also the manifesting. Mm-hmm. So It's a synodic cycle mm-hmm. um, that they meet up, well, every 200 years. Yes. Also coming up, we do have more private events that we're able to schedule with you, as well as a virtual trunk show. So those links will be coming shortly. And in... And we missed community check-in. Yes, we So we're did. hearing from people that... Did I miss it? The More like, oh, my God, we forgot to run it because I was going from my mom's house to back here, trying to get grounded, trying to get caught up with all the things that I do, my readings, my clients. Mm-hmm. Um, 
completely forgot about it. So we do want to bring it in in November. I do miss them. Yes. November 18th, we're going to be having the community check-in. So those links will be on here shortly. (laughs) I'm going to pivot real quick and get that done. Um, And of course, if you have any questions about any of our events, webinars, et cetera, please email me, alex at intentionbeads.com. I'm happy to help you. And sometimes it's just better to get this concierge service that I provide. (laughs) So um, moving on in our house, I'm so excited to talk about this because, (laughs) and I don't know why, I've always loved Halloween. Mm I'm not like super duper witchy or anything like that, but I've I am never a person to shy away from a theme party. (laughs) I'm like the one that's planning it or the one that shows up in the coolest outfit. (laughs) Or the only one showing up dressed. Yes, that happens often too. Um, You're full out And I can't believe the people that show up to a theme party with no themed attire. No, the worst? How many times in the last five years have we gone to a themed party when we get there, the, the theme party hostess is this much in costume? And you're and you're showing me a little minuscule piece. Uh, yes. They've got earrings on that have the theme. And oh my we're gosh, that's in so funny. Wigs, headpieces, boas, boas, yeah, vests, wigs, all of it. And and we go all in. We that do. is we that's I, something that I love. But honestly, like we don't do it for, you know, the the people at the party we actually do it because it's so much fun to get and and laugh at each other and the candy (laughs) (laughs) well okay let's move back into talking about halloween so you did a like the coolest research on halloween games back in you know last year we talked about hallows eve right right and doing some of the you know celtic mythology and the the rituals and the symbolism mm-hmm. that they did back in I think it was more 13, Nordic, 14, yeah. 15, 16th century, and how we got to the Halloween that we know here in the in America. Mm-hmm. Right. And really, and when you see this word, it's called it's pronounced Sawin, but it's spelled S-A-M-H-A-I-N. So it makes you want to say Samhan, Samheen, <laughs> yeah. right? But it's Sawan. And it, right. ca- it catches me every time. <laughs> I'm like, I practiced and practiced that how many years? Um, and so it's this festival for the beginning of winter. It's when they bring their herds, their cattle, their sheep, their whatever from the upper southern summer fields to down to closer to the house to their farm area and they choose which ones they're going to slaughter because now the grass and which ones are going to stable right which ones are going to stable because they have to have meat for the cold mm-hmm. winter months for their family and they have to provide food for the ones that are that they're keeping that they're stabling. Right. 
And there's just not a whole lot of... That's a tricky balance. I'm right? sure that was a, a sometimes tough decisions <sighs> mm-hmm. that you might have regretted later mm-hmm. because it was extra cold or, it, you know, I don't or know. Or one, because do you, say, do you save the heftiest ones to get through the winter so that you have, you know, something in the spring to send out <laughs> into, into the <laughs> right. fields? I have no idea. That you know, continues that line or it, I'm sure it would, it's, it's interesting, a, interesting conversation for later. It was a so, business move, I'm sure <laughs> back in the days. Um, so let's talk about the history and these games because but, I'm so but excited. The dead, about but the dead were honored at Samhain in it, you know, at the beginning of winter when it's seen as the most fitting time to, you know, as things were dying in nature to honor the dead. And the souls of the dead were thought to revisit their homes seeking hospitality. And so places at the dinner table where extra places were set and put by the fire so that they welcomed them in. And it was a belief that the these souls of the dead, when they returned home on the one night of the year, they must be accepted and appeased in order to have some of these cultures um, have the the fortune, uh, you know, future, future fortune. Hmm. And so it was thought that, you know, by the cold of winter drives away the poor, the shivering, the hungry ghosts from their fields, from the woods and into this warm cottage shelter. And they were very thankful to their kin that would return to bestow blessings. Um, which was different if That's there was a wronged person that would return to wreck, you know, havoc. Wreak havoc, yeah. So it was like again another some fine karmic, line, some karmic lines, right? Yes. And then and then you get into the games. These are my favorite. I'm so excited <laughs> because one of the games is about one of the most common games is the apple bobbing, and mm-hmm. we currently do that, right? That stayed. That stayed. This one never did. Well, talk about the two main like. Well, I want to talk candies. about the apple first. Okay, we're talking about the apple, which re- represented. Oh, so, yeah, that's right. Okay, so the apple and hazelnuts were the two items that were often used in these games, and the apples were associated with immortality, mm-hmm. and the hazelnuts were associated with divine wisdom. Yeah. That's why these two were used. And probably because they had a bunch of them, right? Yeah, it's harvest time. (laughs) (laughs) And so one of the games with the apple, now picture this because it is kind of hard. Yeah. It's unbelievable that they played this stupid game. (laughs) Um, It involved hanging a small wooden rod. It's like a wooden stick from the ceiling at about head height. Just mm-hmm. above your eyes, with a lit candle on the top and an apple hanging from the bottom. And the rod was then spun around, and everybody took turns to catch the apple peel in their teeth. But you might have. I don't know. How did that candle not start fires? Yeah. coming down on I guess your I don't face understand and the your stuff part. and your hair. The, and these apples were peeled in one long strip, 
Like, you know how you peel an apple, zing, round, 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 round yeah. in one long strip. With the but the pairing. peel at that point, if somebody could get it into their teeth and rip it off while the candle's dripping on your face, I guess, <laughs> and you toss this over your shoulder, it said that the form that this apple peel takes is the first letter of your future spouse's name. So you throw it over your shoulder. Your friend tells you it totally looks like a J. And you're like, oh, John, I'm so excited. Or Jim or <laughs> J- Jonah, right? So that's one of the games. Cool. This one that is using the hazelnuts. You take two hazelnuts and put them near a fire because you're going to roast them. Mm-hmm. And you name one of these of these hazelnuts, your name. Okay. And the other, you name the person that you desire. And if these nuts jump away from the heat, mm, that's not so good. It doesn't bode well for the two of you. They're scared of the the fire. Roast quietly. It's a good match. Ooh, interesting. And so, yeah, here's here comes the theme that they're all looking for this mate for this for this. Also, match. here's the other one. Items were hidden in food. Okay. Mm-hmm. They just put things in food and then dished out the food. And so at random, you know, as you're serving dinner, mm-hmm. I guess. The luck of the draw. And so the person's future was foretold by the item that they happened to find in their food or in their mouth after they put the spoon in. And so it was like, if you got a ring, it meant you were going to get married. If you got a coin, it meant you were going to be wealthy. Interesting. Yeah. The other thing was a very salty oatmeal, like cookie was baked. And a person eats it in three bites and then immediately went to bed in silence without drinking anything. And it was said to result in a dream in which their future spouse offers them a drink to quench their thirst. <laughs> hey, man, I wish I'd lived it's, back It's then. interesting. It's interesting. You want another one? Yeah, we have time for one more. Egg whites were dropped in water, and the shapes foretold the number of future children. Ah, now we're going into the children sector. So, so many little divinations or fun little things that happen during these festivals. And this is our Halloween. You don't want me to talk about the that when they were guising themselves, right? When guising, mummy, like disguising, guising. Okay, it's called guising where they would dress up and go house to house in costume. And they would either sing songs or repeat, uh, recite verses in exchange for food. And it was suggested that this tradition came from the people that were impersonating the souls of the dead. And they received offerings for their behalf. And if you, if it, it, it was, those people who who exchanged food, gave food to these people were um, in a, 
for good fortune. They would have good fortune. So mm. I guess I should buy some candy and put <laughs> it out in front and maybe be the jumbo size candy bars. Okay. Because you'll receive good fortune. Yeah, that that karmic ideal. <laughs> um, okay, well... You know, anyone playing these games, of course, let us know how how Don't. many kids you're going to have and <laughs> <laughs> who is going to be your your spouse or at least the first name. So I wanted to move over and talk a little bit about the 2020 Halloween costumes that I was checking out. And <laughs> they're amazing. I mean, really? Uh, it's. <sighs> Yeah. It actually, yeah. they're amazing because they remind us how much 2020 has literally felt like a lifetime. <laughs> because we start off with like, you know, the quarantine couch potato, which is like basically, it kind of looks like the hot dog co costume that everyone's seeing, <laughs> but like add a little couch on there with some popcorn and like a Netflix remote. <laughs> and the, um, what was that called? The murder hornet. Do you remember right, when the yeah. murder hornets were coming and, um, you know, basically like a, a lot of those apocalyptic type of costumes. But one of my personal favorites, and I hope a lot of people do dress up, um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Mm, I mean, oh, that's that going to be, be a, an amazing one, even if you find one of those like necklaces or neck pieces, the mm -hmm. sheaths that she would wear. Um, there's people doing like black tie on top with like boxers and shorts on the bottom <laughs> and they're like walking around with their zoom call happening because it's like a oh. a virtual <laughs> wedding that they're attending right. and um there's of course tiger king <sighs> there's i mean how many people watched that i mean me woo. um <laughs> waste of time but hocus pocus did do you ever did you I did ever see watch that, that movie? That is okay. Good, actually. Well, they're actually coming out with Hocus Pocus two. Oh, and that's coming out. I think by the end of the year. I think this Halloween. And you mean the end of the month? Yeah, at the end of this month. Um, oh my gosh, what were some other? So, ooh, a really fun idea, and I don't know if I brought this to the podcast earlier, but you can all dress up with. And maybe this is a virtual event because I'm not telling everyone to like go and be in the same room together. But having all white T-shirts and you can wear whatever pants you want, and dress it up anyway. But it's called White Tea Lies. Hmm. And so you have this white T-shirt, but you get to write a white lie on it. Something like, I never overdrink. <laughs> or just those like casual I never tell a lie. right or those little casual things that you say like i'm definitely going to start my workout january 1 <laughs> and all of those like real where everyone knows you're probably not going to do it or that probably never happened um and of course but i, mean, I don't understand why? So I go on Zoom. I wear a white T-shirt. Everybody there on Zoom in my little party has white T-shirts on. And you write in a Sharpie. Oh, I write mine. You write your own white lie. But isn't it uh, backwards? No. Oh, why do I think it's sometimes backwards on Zoom? <laughs> well, if you want to get into the whole Zoom interface, there is what's called a mirror effect because 
when you're looking at the screen and mm-hmm. if it were to show you what everyone else sees, mm-hmm. it okay. would almost frighten you. Mm-hmm. And it's no, because this is <laughs> actually like a real phenomenon. It's yeah. a real yeah. phenomenon. And when it's like theater mirrors, theater mirrors, do they have exactly they have an, the opposite. Yep. OK, yep. well, because the, the mirrors that we know that we look in every day, mm-hmm. those actually reflect an incorrect image to us. So the way that we see in regular mirrors is not the way that other people see us. And because our faces aren't shaped perfectly asymmetrical, um, it's jarring when you see that. But there is in Zoom and in the little settings, you can change that. And you'll notice that when you do see what other people are seeing, it's a little bit interesting because you see that immediately you you go dark (laughs) it's like turn it off turn it off right now camera off who Who is is that person yes and so my all-time favorite that i definitely want to dress up as one time is frida kahlo so that was the one i wanted to end with Mm. um so yeah And this is going to be a blue moon. Don't forget, this is going to be a blue moon Halloween. So because we have two full moons in the month of October, that's why this is called a blue moon. But this is a really wonderful time, like any full moon, to really go in and take a look at your surroundings. Take a look at your ground because it's well lit. That's what you do during a full Mm -hmm. moon. And you observe. You observe yourself, mm-hmm. you observe your feelings, you observe and you you take credit for the things that you have developed, but you also take credit for those other things that you've developed that you don't necessarily feel as proud of. Um, Which is that cattywampus look. <laughs> right, right. Of the mirror. Look at yourself in two ways. So, um, yeah. And interesting, I just bought a book that says that's about owning your inner shadow. And it says a look at the dark psyche, which I think is really interesting stuff to work with that shadow side because Carl Jung phrased that, you know, term as the shadow. Did Um, you buy me the book so we can talk about it? It's only 120 pages. So I'm going to finish it in no time. I'll I'll, I'll give it to you. And we can talk about it. We can talk about it. I like conversations like that. So I think that's an end to yeah, our, our episode. So we love you all. Thank you so much. This is episode 118. We have many, many, many more to go. And make sure that you send us some feedback. That is our sustenance. That is our food. That's what keeps us going here. That's our candy. So, yeah. And even I want to know what you, how you use these transits. Is Has there been one in particular that you've really enjoyed? I'll ask you again next week, but st- stay tuned next week for our next episode. Well, I can tell you a bunch of those next week because I just talked to you know, 15 people this week that could. Awesome. That have related stories to me. Perfect. We'll okay. do that. Thank you everybody for listening in and we will see you next week. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye everybody. In the searching.